0: And the second one was, when you have no vision, you waste a lot of time. And then the third thing is, when you have no vision, you get hurt in the process. And then the fourth thing was, when you have no vision, you're a little fearful. So the bottom line was that we need a vision because if we don't have a vision, we will be in the same place (laughs) next year as we are in this year. Maybe not the same physical place, but the same mental place, the same spiritual place, the same financial place, same relational place that we are in on this year. will be the same way on next year if we don't have a vision. In closing, I expressed on last time that in order to get a vision, we must do like Habakkuk did. He prayed and he talked with God. That's it that, 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 that 's all he did. It was no special formula. you know run around the church five times and then jump on your head and and flip around and then you got it. No, all he did was he prayed, he sought God, he prayed, he heard from god that 's all he did. He prayed, he talked with God, he waited to hear what God had to say, and then he wrote it down that 's one of the most important things is to write it down on um, this week. We're going to stay in that same vein of I need a vision. This is just going to be part two. I need a vision. Um, Not just in one area of our lives, but in every area. It makes no sense in having a vision for your career and you have no vision for your soul. A whole lot of people have, have a vision for their business, but they have no vision for eternal life. They have no vision for their spirit. Have no vision for their finances. That's why a whole lot of businesses collapse. They have no vision. Primary scriptures, Proverbs chapter twenty-nine. Let's go there. Proverbs chapter twenty-nine, verse eighteen. It's a familiar passage of scripture, and I and I pray I won't be before you very long. So 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 I pray you get it get it quick, and and we're gonna be out of here. <laughs> Proverbs chapter 29. Amen, pastor. And I'm going to read him from the King James Version, and I'm going to also read from a um, a couple of more different versions because I like this uh, passage. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law happy is he. That's the King James Version. But the Amplified Version says it like this. Where there is no vision, No revelation of God and his word. The people are unrestrained. The people go wild. The people do what they want to do. The people go off the chain. I'm trying to get it in in, in every type of language that that you can understand. When you have no vision, you're unrestrained. You have no bridle. You, 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 You have no type of guard. You have no restraint on you at all. You do whatever you do. But happy and blessed is he who keeps the law of God. Um, The ASV, American Standard Version, says this. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. That means they intentionally get get these restraints off of me. It's like um, God will try to restrain you for your own betterment. He'll try to get you into a place where he can govern your life, but you say, Get these restraints off of me. I want to be free. You know how this country is. Everybody want to be liberated, but nobody want to follow God. So where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And then the common English Bible says it like this. I like this one as well. It says when there's no vision, the people get out of control. But whoever obeys instruction is happy. We have to obey. Um, Repeat this after me. Say any area of my life I don't have a vision in will not develop. Any area of your life that you do not have a vision in will not develop. There are five areas we are mainly concerned about in life. Or these are the five areas that I that I believe are five areas that um, we are mainly concerned about in our lives. And um you might want to write these down. Our spirit, number one, our spirit, our innate desire to be with God, which can either be alive or dead, depending on our desire for relationship with our Creator. So these five areas, I'm talking about five areas now. These five areas that need to be developed or need to have a vision. One is your spirit, our spirit. Then again, our spirit is our innate desire to be with God, which can either be alive or it can be dead, just dependent upon your relationship and what you want to do with God. Second one is our soul, which, which deals with our mind, our will, and our intellect and what we're thinking about, um, 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 how we feel, what's our emotions like. You know, those areas, areas, they need to have a vision. They don't have a vision. Guess what? They're going to go wild. And you wonder why you think about things that you have no need of doing because you have no vision for your thought process. Okay. The third one is our body, which means our health, making sure our body's right. Because guess what? You have no vision for your health. Guess what? You're going to do anything, eat anything, buy anything and and do what you want to do. And then have a cloak on it and say, well, God covers. No, he gives you sense to make sure that you you do what you're supposed to do for your temple. He says in the the Bible that that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. We got to make sure what we put in our body. Because we want to live for a long time, living like God wants us to live. And the only way we're going to do that is if we have a vision for our health, for our body. If you don't have a vision for your body. Remember what I said. If you don't have a vision for an area, guess what? It ain't going to develop. Okay. Number four, our social area. Our social area deals, deals with relationships with people. <laughs> You're going to be dealing with people till you die. You you can say what you want to say. You can say, well, I'm not really a people person. Well, uh, I don't think you should be alive then. Because you're going to be around people forever. Until it's over. (laughs) So you're going to have to develop that area. Have a vision for your relationships. Why everyone always around me? They They just bother me. Maybe you don't have a vision for your relationships. Maybe you, you're not setting correct boundaries for relationships. If you have no vision, you're not going to set no boundaries. <laughs> okay. So we need to have a vision for our relationships. Relationships at work. Our coworkers out of control. Why? Because you don't have a vision for your relationships. Th- those are relationships as well. Well, damn, my friends, but they're still your co-workers. You have relationship with them. People at church, guess what? You may be in and you may be out real quick, but you still got relationship with these people. These people know you. they see you. You got to have a vision for it. And the last one is our finances. Our wealth and how we manage our money and how we give. You have no relation. If you have no vision for your wealth, have no vision for your finances, you're gonna always be broke. Always. It's like Michael said on last week. He says um, um, he was reading from uh, where was that? Um, Z- he wasn't reading from Zephaniah. Haggai. He was reading from Haggai, and 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 um and a prophet said, "It's like a bag. You your your pocket's like a bag of uh, with holes in it." You can't keep no money. You're making a lot of money, and you're saying, where is it going? Yeah. Listen, people who are, who are, people, you could have a person making $20,000, $30,000, and they could be living a great life because they know how to manage their money, and they have a vision for their money. Yeah. In, and a person could be making over six figures a year, but be worse off than that person only making twenty, thirty thousand dollars 30000 That person $20,000, 30000 they have a vision. Listen, every penny means something. But the person who don't have a vision for that six-figure salary, and if you don't have a vision, pockets with holes in it. You're not going to go anywhere. You're saying I'm making all this money, but where am I going? Absolutely nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. So in any of these areas, if I don't have a vision, they will not change. They won't change. It's impossible for them to change if you don't have a vision for it. This week for part two, we're going to be talking about goals. Last last time I talked about vision. This one um, is talking about goals. Philippians chapter three, verse 14. Please turn with me there, if you have your Bibles or if you have your phones and whatever device you have, in order to get the Word of God. We're going to get this, and we're going to be happy. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, New Testament. Okay, chapter number three. Um, it says this: "It says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize." for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Um, the um, ESV version, um, I like this. It says, I'm, I'm going to start in verse 12. It says, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect. Paul here, he is, he's, he's admitting to us that I've not arrived there. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. He says, he says, says, he says, I haven't gotten there yet. I don't, I'm not professing that I've arrived to my vision yet. The vision has not been accomplished yet. He says, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had made me already his own. He says, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. Listen, in this life, you're gonna have stuff or obstacles, stuff that make you strain to, you know, there may be people that make you strain, make you say, and button your lips, like, ooh there's some straining that goes on sometimes in our Christian walk the, to, to where we're like, ooh, God, I, I thank you I'm saved, God. I thank you. You know, I'm, I'm telling you because, because, because there are some things that will try to pull you out of your salvation. but some, but, 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 but all the time you have to strain and say, I'm staying for God. And I plan to live for him wholly. Every part of me going to live for God. I'm not allowing you. Have you cut me off? I'm not going to give you the finger. I'm not going to do it. You ain't going to go rope me and pull me down that lane. (laughs) Yes, Lord. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind. There, There are some ways that we have failed. We fumbled the ball. But he's saying I'm forgetting that stuff. Because there's no way that you're going to make it to your vision still thinking about stuff that you failed in. We failed a lot. We failed more than we want to admit it. I failed a lot. I'm going to stay with me. I failed a lot. But God said, I'm going to have mercy on you, boy. I'm going to pick you up and clean you up and deliver you and make you whole again. You know, so we thank God for us serving the goal. He says, streaming forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal. He says, I'm pressing on towards the goal. There is a goal. And then, and then, and then he says, um, for the prize. Listen, the goal is not the prize. Many people get to the goal and think they've won. There are many goals along the way to get to the prize. Sure. I got my prize. Joe? Dotson. Listen, but bless, there had to be some goals set. had to be some goals met in order for me to get my prize. I press. On toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Do you have a goal in mind? What is your goal? Why do I have to have goals? Goals prepare you for the vision. Goals prepare you for the vision. Vision is the why. Goals are the when, strategies are the how, and thoughts are the what. Vision is the why. Why am I doing all this? There has to be a greater purpose, and that greater purpose is your why. The greater purpose is your why. That's your vision. Vision is the why. Goals are the when. Um, People are looking for timelines. When am I going to get to the vision? When is it going to come to pass? Uh, Goals are the when. When am I going to get there? It mostly depends on the goals that were set and the goals that were met. That determines the win. I'm gonna say that again. It mostly depends on the goals that were set and the goals that were met that determines the win. Goals are no more than benchmarks to keep you focused enough to reach your vision. Goals are no more than benchmarks to keep you focused enough to reach your vision. Goals always aim towards your vision. If you have a goal and it's not aiming you towards the vision, it's just a distraction. And these last two, I'm not really going to talk too much about because there's going to be another part to this. Strategies are the how. How am I going to get this done? And then there are thoughts. Thoughts are the what. What am I desiring? So basically, basically what this is, and um, and uh, when God was giving it to me, when I thought about it, I said. This is backwards planning. That's all it is. Um, 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 if, you're, if you're ever in business, they to tell you to, to backwards plan. I was in the military, and they say backwards plan. You know, what result do you want? And then you work, you work your way back to the starting point. And then you can have it. So that's what it is. It's vision. It's the, is the goal. It's a is, is, is place where you want to be. You got to have some goals in there. You got to have a strategy to get there and you got to have what a thought process. Something have to come to your mind first of all in order for you to go. So it's really thoughts then strategies. How do I so strategies and then I have to have some goals in order to reach my vision. OK, um, you, you don't have to write this down, but 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 um, there is a a Bible verse Isaiah chapter 46 and 10 that 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 simply says this all this is um, it says, I make known the end from the beginning. God, business people have coined this backwards planning, but God is, he's, he's the one that done it from the very beginning. He says, I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. So God, he was backwards planning from the very beginning, that's why he knows our outcome. we just playing a script now. God knows what the end going to be. <laughs> we just playing a part now. Okay. So thoughts create strategies. Strategies form goals. And goals lead you towards your vision. So I'm just putting it in different type of ways because different type of ways help different people So thoughts create strategies, strategies form your goals, and your goals lead you towards your vision. So what are my goals? Whatever they are, they must be leading me towards my vision or the greater purpose. And just like I said before, if it's not leading you towards your vision or leading you towards the greater purpose, then it's just a waste of time. And everyone knows we don't have much time to waste. We, we we all are getting older. And we want to, that's why we're here, because we want to fulfill the word of the Lord. We want to fulfill God's purpose and plan for our lives. You know, and um, many people think it's just one thing. It's, it's not just one thing, one you and you're done, okay, and that's all. No, there's a whole lot in you. And sometimes we just stuck on one thing. Well, I'm going to be the usher until I die. No. God may have something else, but we have to do like Habakkuk and seek God's face and pray unto him. Many people abort their vision or don't believe it's of God because it's greater than who they are right now. But, but, we, but we have to understand that vision is always greater than your present. Vision is always greater than your now. God, God placed something in you a long time ago and you like, and you still haven't done it because you are still looking at yourself right now. And you're saying, I can't do it. But listen, vision is always greater than you. If your vision is not greater than your current capacity or ability, it may not be a vision from God. Um, I was listening to um, Andrew Furby's Knowledge for Men. It was a podcast. And Furby was um, interviewing Jordan Belfort. He's the guy who who um, who. Um, they have the character, the Wolf of Wall Street and everything like that. He was a great and awesome businessman, you know, but caught himself in uncompromising positions, you know, ethically, you know. But he was a he was a good business person. Belfort said after he had got he he'd already gotten caught, he already went to jail, you know, you know, you know, already came out. And then now he's rebounding. And then now he's saying, you know, um, I had a whole bunch of things in life. But it was all unethical. But now he's doing things the right way. And he said, he said, um, regarding goals versus vision. And um, he said, too many people go around setting goals. He He then went on to say that who go around setting goals and accomplishing them without having a vision are usually negative. Because they hit a goal and then they move on to the next one without having a higher purpose which is ultimately demotivating if, because if you have no vision attached or with your goal, it's pointless. You're just going in circles. You know, um, I kid um, with some of my coworkers because, because I just got out of this um, training program um, and then I said, man, I don't know if I'm ready. I said, I feel like a bird with one wing, you know, Be flying, you bird one wing, they're going to be flying in the circle. They ain't, they're not going to be going nowhere, you know, so, so, so that's how sometimes we feel, we feel like a, you know, like, like we go in the circle, you know, if sometimes you, you may be going in the circle, but you have to get developed in that area. Once you get developed, then guess what? You can fly right. Go ahead, Mike. I, I want Mike to play this for you, just to hear just a little snippet of this podcast. That was a really good podcast, you know, um, you know, although... He's a secular person, but but he understands about vision, you know. Um, you know, just like the mob, you know, they they don't claim to be religious people or, or, or know God, but they know the principle of tithing. You know, that, that's why they have money. You know, besides you know beating people up and stuff like that. But but that's beside the point. But you know, the point is is that is that they know principles. You know, there are certain principles that will make you successful if you use them. And we have to use them. So, in conclusion, God's purpose for these lessons are to get you to get a thought, get some strategies, get some goals, and get a vision. Because He doesn't want you next year to be saying the same thing. Yep. Next year is going to be my year. No. Get a vision, and this year, It's going to be your year. The people who have vision, that year is their year. Because they're in the process of going towards it. If you have no vision, you're not going towards nothing. So um, you say, well, how will I know when I've reached the vision? Well, when it looks like what God said. When it, when it looks like the dream that was birthed in your mind. Because there's, there's a dream that's birthed in your mind as far as your vision. And, and when it looks like that, that's when you know that you've, you've made it there. Everyone's standing. I don't want to hold you too long. And I think this was a pr- appropriate place to stop. Um, on, and, and on next time, uh, we're going to talk about st- um, strategies. Strategies. Um, in order to obtain these goals and then get to the vision.